Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know the vibes. Y'all know what time it is, man. Y'all know what time it is. It's episode 50. It's episode 50. We here. We made it. It's time. We've been talking about this for a while, man. I'm talking about this is episode 38. We at episode 50. 50 of them things, man. Now, I didn't know if I was going to start off with the heart to heart, you know. But I want. I think I should, just in case y'all don't make it to the last ten minutes of the show. So I'm, I'm gonna make it quick though. I don't want to take up all the time. You know, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to lose y'all. But I will say this. Thank you guys. I want to say thank you to. First of all, thank you to the people who really listen. Uh, you guys that you know have been listening since day one. Uh, first of all, thank you for sticking with me through the. <laughs> The the ten dollar mic from Amazon, man. I know I sounded bad, but I really appreciate you guys sticking out. Shout out to everybody who listens and texts me about something I said on a show, or whatever, man. I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, thank you for anybody who has ever retweeted a drop, liked whatever you did, man. I appreciate it. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV for giving me the opportunity to be a part of the network, be a partnership with the network, and uh. Get me out there even more I really appreciate it I've tried to work with people before And you know It didn't always It didn't work out for me And I really think that You know In this In this Almost a year I've been through some things Personally And then with this You know I've I've tried to network with people uh, You know Sometimes You know Some months you look at the stats And the listens the views, the plays just don't add up. You know, I've done a YouTube live show. I've gotten and, and gotten no viewers. I've, I've tried to do the sending in a voice message and got one voice message from my bro. I've like I, things have happened, but I think when you do something you love, you, you you're fine rolling with the punches, taking the bruises, taking the scrapes, taking the bumps. And I mean, you're fine with that because you know ultimately, you know, success is coming. You know, I feel like we're all put on this earth for a reason. And I really do feel like this is a part of my purpose. I've been doing this since I was, what, 10, 10 years old? Talking in front of a camera, talk, reading from a teleprompter. I had my own show when I was in high school. Like, this is this is me. This is me. I started off with a $10 mic in the in the bedroom, in, in the freaking closet of my dorm. Closet of my dorm I'm recording. Laptop in my lap. Now I got my own studio. I got professional equipment. I'm here now, man. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere, bro. I'm not going anywhere. I've, this is the 50th time I've do, I'm doing this right here. And I'm going to do it however many more times. I'm not going to stop. It's not happening. I ain't going nowhere. Facts. Um, but I really do appreciate the support. And um, listen, man. This is only beginning. I'm. This is almost a year in. And I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be everywhere. Literally. iHeartRadio. Didn't know about that. Happy to be on the big three, of course, and it's just great, man. It's a great feeling to know that people are listening. Um, by the way, almost up to fifteen hundred plays, crazy. Just hit a thousand not too long ago, but but I'll probably do some big thank you tweet on Instagram, man. I mean on uh, Twitter, post you know more than this, but let's get to it. 
Let's 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 get to the, what's, what's about to go down. Cause I told y'all episode fifty wasn't really gonna be, you know, the current events. I told y'all episode fifty, I'm gonna have a set of questions for y'all. Here's how it's gonna go. Set of set of questions, right? Set of questions. It's about I think it's eight. I got eight. Eight questions. Um opinionated, of course. So here's how it's gonna go. I'm gonna post the questions on Instagram. I mean on Instagram and Twitter, just in case. And then I'll post a voice message link. I'm gonna post some directions on how to, uh, how I want everything to go. And I want the questions by Thursday because I feel like I'm gonna film Electrify Vision on Thursday and then drop on Friday because I'm gonna get busy between then. So I want everybody's questions in by Thursday at a specific time. I'll let y'all know. So everybody send in their voice messages. Um, so I got eight questions for us from you know boxing, baseball. I mean boxing, football, sports in general, and then so a couple of general questions. So that everybody can pick a question, send in their voice, or pick more than one, send in a voice, or send an opinion. Um, so let's let's get into it, man. First off, let's roll. Before we even do that, roll the real thing, man. We gotta roll the real thing. We gotta get this started, man. Episode fifty, we here, baby. Let's go. It's like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got skill. Four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard. Just tell me, how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy College. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. All right, <clears throat> here we go. Question number one. I want to start off a little serious. Off the court, off the field type stuff. All right, here's, here's, here's my question for you guys. Should athletes be as politically involved as they are now? That's my question. So, I I don't see, I don't have a problem with athletes, you know, being politically, social, so socially aware. I don't have a problem with that at all. At all. I don't see the problem, whether it's taking a knee, whether it's wearing a shirt, or... Holding, locking arms in solidarity. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I don't. And this is, you know, stems from Kaepernick first taking the knee. When when Kaepernick first took the knee, I was a little confused. I was because I didn't know why he was taking the knee. And at first, I thought it wasn't something that needed to be done. But when I heard him explain why he was taking the knee during the anthem, I was fully on board. Didn't need to question it. Didn't second guess it. And I feel like. Nobody should have. He shouldn't like nobody should have really questioned that. He said, you know, multiple people have said he said it's not about the troops, not to disrespect anybody who served, anything like that. It's just <laughs> if you don't understand, if 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 you can't see what he's doing, what he's been trying to do, then you just don't want to. You don't want to understand it. And you're part of the problem. Standing up for the social social injustices, police brutality, and racism as a whole. If you if you can't see the good in that, then what's your problem, man? What is your problem? I feel like Colin Kaepernick really did. He he shifted some things, and he brought some people's. He brought out some undercover, you know, racist. <laughs> Simple as that. He brought out some pre- very, very, very prejudiced people. Some of them, th- of his colleagues, sure showed their true colors, in a way. 
you know, not a lot of those guys was quick to support Cap. Not saying everybody had to take a knee. But a lot of guys, you know, threw him under the bus, sort of kind. White, black, you know. And I think they are a part of the problem as well. I think guys that were like, oh, you're disrespecting the troops. It's not about the troops. First of all, a lot of teams weren't required to be outside, out of the locker room for the national anthem until uh, it was paid by. uh, The NFL started getting paid for it when the flyovers, the flyovers and everything. Teams was in the locker room for the anthem. You don't have to stand for that. You don't. It's not. It's not really a requirement in the NFL. I don't. I don't think that's in the uh, players' uh, uh, rule book. Marshawn Lynch been sitting for the anthem for years, and that didn't get pointed out until the Kaepernick thing, which I found very hilarious. Nobody has ever said, "Why doesn't Marshawn Lynch stand on the anthem?" Until that, that was funny to me. But, you know, not even just Kaepernick, whether, you know, LeBron doing what he does. It's tweeting at the president. You know what I mean? Like, listen, we live in a time where, you know, we have a president. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. This isn't funny. The the video is funny when it's used in a meme. Like, I just used it the other day. But this is this is the president. Talking about players taking a knee in the NFL. Get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired. So, so, and, and when we live in times like this, when, when the president of the United States is, is, is referring to uh, somebody, an athlete, silently protesting as a son of a bee. Oh, oh, absolutely. I want all of my athletes to be politically aware. And politically involved I don't care if you feel like Oh we need to uh, separate sports And politics I see that a lot too But at this point Everything is interchangeable Everything is Entertainment Everything is There's some politics and everything Because that's how we That's that's where it is Because at this point Politics and entertainment Are almost synonymous Whether it's the, the debates Whether it's their tweets Or you know Interviews in general It's entertaining right now It's everything is comical So Yeah I don't have a problem with athletes getting serious Because at the end of the day They have lives outside of their sport They have families outside of their sport They have children growing up in this country Growing up in this world So of course they need to be socially and politically aware And I have no problem with that I don't I don't um, I remember last season when the football season started, I was like, um, one of the first episodes of Electrify, I think it was, might have been the first episode, maybe the second, I was like, um, yeah, it was the first, I was like, uh, and, and you know, let's keep the um, focus off the ticket, I said something along the lines of, let's just stick to football this year, or like, you know, and, and I didn't mean it in, in, in any way, what I meant was, you know, I, I think I meant that I didn't want the focus to be on the like people taking the knee itself. If we're going to have a conversation, let's have a conversation about what's going on in the world. Let's have a conversation about <laughs> innocent black people being gunned down by the police almost on a daily, damn near weekly basis. Let's let's talk about police brutality in itself. 
Let's talk about how many times I have to scroll down my timeline and see a video of a black man or a black mother, a black son. Like, bro, it's 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 numbing, and and it's it's become so so common that I'm almost immune to it. Like I, like stuff I see should upset me. Like it is it, it should upset me that a mother left a Walmart and 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 she got called the police were called on her because they thought her son stole a doll and she got thrown on the ground and arrested in front of her son screaming in front of her like that should have made me upset but all I could do was shake my head and keep scrolling i used to i used to you know retweet everything i used to be like you know i used to i really used to talk about the world on social media a lot but it got so tiring Seeing it all the time is so exhausting. It is. It's so exhausting, and and, and it's it just hurts. It hurts, and when when you hurt that much, you I can't. You can only take with so much. You can't. So I don't want the media to talk. Be so worried about the protest itself. Talk about what they're protesting. And of course, a lot of people feel so uncomfortable seeing a LeBron James, seeing a Colin Kaepernick, or seeing their white, a white man, Aaron Rodgers, a white man. Um, what's my boy name from the Eagles? What is my guy's name? Damn, tip of my tongue. The Long brother, Chris, Chris Long, one of the Long brothers. He he he's really in down for it, man. He knows. Take it to WWE. Seth Rollins tweeting Black Lives Matter, tweeting about the uh the thirteenth uh that one documentary on Netflix. You know. So yeah, I, I don't have a problem with athletes being politically aware and politically involved. You know, I, I don't want you know, there shouldn't be a shut up and dribble or, you know, stick to sports. Nah. No need to do that. No need to do that. Not when there's a reality star in the White House. Nah, no way, no way. All right, let's move on to question number two. We might as well keep it serious. Let's keep it on a serious note. Simple as this: Should college athletes be paid? We ask this every year. We we talk about this every year, especially around this time when college football is about to start. Now, when we ask. Should college athletes be paid? This is why I say no. I, I don't think so. But, I, you know, I'm on the fence. But for this, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because are we talking about D1 athletes or, 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 or all college athletes? And are we only talking about college football and college basketball? Or are we talking about all college sports? Because that's this is the thing. That's how that's how it's gonna get tricky. I said this um in my fantasy football GM. If we're gonna pay and uh, uh, uh the top wide receiver in in the pack um in the Big Ten or you know, are we gonna pay the top uh, field hockey player? As well, the the top girls field hockey play, like there's so many different sports at the collegiate level. A lot of sports. You got field hockey, swimming, basketball, baseball, soccer, lacrosse, field hockey. Sometimes even a real hockey, uh, volleyball, golf, 
tennis. Bro, there are so many different sports. Are you guys going to pay everybody? Because you got to think, okay, okay, base, I mean, basketball, college football, that generates the most money. Football really generates a lot of money. And the coaches make millions and millions off of revenue, TV deals. Now that, now, if we if we keep it at football, let's keep it at football for right now. Think about football, football-wise. If we're talking football, I can understand the argument for college football, I mean, college athletes getting paid. But I just don't see it working because everybody's not going to eat. If I pay the football team, I'm going to have to pay the basketball team. And if we pay the basketball team, we're going to have to pay the baseball team. And we play the baseball team, we're going to have to pay the soccer team. It's just too much. I think, I don't think they should pay them. I think they should do more for them. That I think they should do more for them. All right. Just like I was saying when LSU football built a locker room, why not? Put some of the money that we get from revenue or whatever into, you know, athletic dorms, um, more on the athletics, you know, to help them study. Because, you know, a lot of this, this is the thing we forget too. There's students before the athletes, student athletes. It's not athletic students, it's student athletes. You know, a lot of these guys, yeah, football, basketball, they go to school for their sport, but they're still schooling. There's. They're still schooling So I think You know The money should go to Helping them You know More more help More tutoring sessions More whatever you gotta do More more facilities Like Build More Computer labs For the athletes Like keep them like Like more Like labs In like their dorms Where they don't Have to go to a study hall That's across campus or and you and you know like a twenty four hour lab in their dorm like so, something where it's accessible for them and it's for them only and and it's all inclusive and they'll feel like okay this is for us so we'll work harder here than having to go to the library that's that's just how I feel I just think that you know paying somebody is different in college I think that you know that money shouldn't be it just shouldn't be given out like that. I don't think they should be paid. I think that money should go to help further, you know, help them with their education and them living on campus and them living as an athlete, but as a student as well. I don't think they need to be paid like professional athletes. I don't think they need contracts because going to a school alone is a contract, you know, because when you transfer out, it's just some big problem. That's another thing I don't like about the NCAA. When they make a big deal out of kids transferring, but coaches go get different jobs all the time, and nobody blinks an eye. That's another problem that I have, and where I understand once again why you think, okay, maybe they should pay them, because it's such a big deal when they transfer. I hate that, bro. I really hate that. And a lot of these guys are transferring to better themselves because you know it's a better opportunity at another school. Like, and that's another thing. These guys aren't transferring because oh. I'm gonna go from Alabama to um, I'm gonna go to Alabama and I'm gonna go to Michigan. I'm like a lot of guys aren't going there because of uh, the good English courses or the good uh, math program. They're going there to play ball. Going there to play ball, not worried about the school. They're not worried about the school. So, yeah, I I just think that college athletes should be treated better, and I think that you know they may not get paid. 
but I think that they should be assisted more because college athletes don't have it easy. Student athletes do not have it easy. They don't, and that like that's why I hated that joke. The the NCAA commercial was a joke. I said that from the beginning. It was a joke when they put it out, and it's still a joke when I see it on my TV. I'm not even a student athlete, but I know student athletes, and I know that was way easier than their real life. I do. It's just not. I know life as a student is hard enough. I could imagine being a student athlete. A lot of these guys aren't getting. You know, nobody's doing their work for them. Nine times it's not happening. I don't care what y'all feel. It's not happening. Um, no. And and then you got to think as a kid, as a y'all not we're not fully not really a full adult in college. I don't care if you're twenty twenty one. Not really a full adult in college. You're still a kid, a kid at heart. You're still a kid. And there's a lot of things that go on as an athlete, as a student. I know it's parties, uh, drama alone. It's stuff on and off the field that can hinder your academic success. So I can, I feel, I, I feel for student athletes. It's a lot of pressure, outside pressure, and pressure at your in your sport, in your field. So yeah, no way, no way, is being a student athlete easy. And I feel like compensation isn't the way. I don't think compensation is the way. I think that's too easy for the NCAA. I think paying them is too easy. Meaning that's an easy way out. All right, forget it. Let's give them some some bread. That'll shut them up. But y'all still not helping them get further as a student. That's my thing. That's why I don't think college athletes should get paid. I just don't think that's just, I don't think that's the way to do it. Um, let's see what's next. Let's see what's next. Question number three. Where am I at with it? All right, let's get out of the serious stuff. Let's get out of that. Let's get into let's get into some into some boxing. I want to get into some boxing, particularly because I know a lot of casuals gonna feel away about this. Casual boxing fans, because y'all know what I'm about to. Y'all know what I want to talk about. I said this about this. I said I, I, I talked about a little bit about it on episode forty nine, and that gave me an idea for this. Let's talk about Canelo and Triple G. The question that I have for you guys is: Were the outcomes of the Canelo and Triple G fights accurate? First fight being a draw, second fight being Canelo wins by decision. And I say to you, they were. Let's look at the all right. The, all right, look. Before I even get into CompuBox numbers, because numbers don't always tell the story, I've I've watched both fights a lot. I've watched both fights at least four times, four to five times, not forty-five, four to five. I've watched these fights a lot. I've seen all twenty-four rounds multiple times. I'm not being biased. Y'all know I'm a Canelo guy. I'm just telling you the truth. Fight one. Triple G Canelo won Both of them were kind of gun shy In this fight Fight one they were both kind of gun shy Nobody was really letting their hands Go like that to hurt one Like they like they, they both didn't hurt each other Um, I think Through the early rounds Triple G definitely Was the aggressor But I think the middle rounds Is where the draw came I think Canelo the tone of the fight, you know, I think he took oh not took over, but he shifted the momentum from round five to nine. 
I think those middle rounds were the deciding factors and why it was a draw. I think that, you know, Triple G didn't close out very well because they were both kind of tired, especially Canelo. He was he was very tired in those later rounds. But Triple G still couldn't hit him. He wasn't really getting to him. You know, Canelo's defense is excellent. So I, that's why I feel like the first fight was a draw because nobody really won that fight. Nobody was really to, able to establish themselves and establish um you know, any real dom- dominance. Now, let's look at the CompuBox numbers from the fight, the first fight. CompuBox punch stats um, from the first fight. Let, and let's see, you know, what, what the numbers say. All right, here we go, here we go. Oh, we're going to look at the scorecards, too. Mm, all right, here we go, here we go. Let's see. So, Triple G outlanded Canelo 200 to, 208 to 169. And landed more punches in 10 and 12 rounds. Like I said, last two rounds, you know, but the middle rounds, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, we'll be at with it. Let's see. Uh, round five, Canelo landed uh, these totals, total punches. These numbers are weird. Canelo had a higher percent of uh, punches landed and. In the fourth, uh, then these are some smaller numbers. In the seventh, and uh, bro, I cannot see. This is a problem. It's a problem. Look at that. I'm reading the wrong numbers. All right, hold on. I'm at, hold on. Oh, I might have to find some better numbers for us, man. I might have to find some better numbers. Where is the Compu Box website itself? Because I cannot see. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my god, why is this, this is the same thing? It's so small. Are these are these the jabs? All right, here we go. Total punches. Goodness gracious. All right, total punches landed. All right, and all right, here's the percentages. Are right, y'all ready for this? Are, are y'all ready? Total punches landed. In the fourth round, it was um Canelo, all right, Canelo landed 40%. Triple G landed 29. Canelo landed 32. Triple G landed 24. 32 for Canelo, 25 for Triple G, 31 for Canelo, 27 for Triple G. Eighth round, it was 32% for Triple G, 27 for Canelo, 41 for Triple G, 31 for Canelo, 35 for Triple G, 33 for Canelo, 31 for Canelo, and then the last one was 35 each, right? Uh, Canelo landed a lot of jabs. He um, more jabs in the later rounds than you know than he did in the early rounds, but Triple G landed more jabs. Period. Um, more power punches for Canelo though landed and thrown, and it's just like bro, it was a close fight. Like no, it was just a close fight. It was a close fight. Now the second fight, the second fight, I don't care what nobody say. I don't care if you consider yourself a boxing expert. I don't care if you're a boxer. Triple G did not win that second fight. I'm sorry, bro. Triple G did not win that second fight. No. <gasps> he didn't. Triple G did not, bro. Canelo was way, way different in the second fight. Way different. Way different. Way different, bro. He His defense was different. Defense was crazy. 
And he was landing power punches. They were both landing punches in this fight. They were letting their hands go in this fight. I feel like the first fight, they were filling each other out a lot. But the second fight, it was bombs blazing. And I feel like Canelo was the victor on a lot of those exchanges. And Canelo didn't really slow down. He took a he took a couple of rounds off, but he was walking Triple G down 75% of the fight. It's the truth. Canelo was walking triple. Canelo was the aggressor in the second fight. And I had never seen Triple G get backed up like that before. That's why I was like, well, this is different. And I felt like the energy was different. I feel like Canelo wasn't as scared. He, I'm not going to say he was scared in the first fight, but he was very hesitant. And I don't think he was scared of Triple G's power in the second fight. I feel like he felt his power in the first fight. And he felt like his chin was strong enough to walk Triple G down and risk catching something. And not, not, look, I know, hey, never mind, never mind. I was going to, I was going to take it. I was going to take it somewhere else, but I'm going to keep it moving. <laughs> All right, let's look at the copy box um, punch stats from the uh, the second fight. Damn, that was a year ago. I remember when, um, I, I think my, the second episode of, 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 of I can't speak English. The second episode of Electrified was, um, Oh, all about the fight, the second fight. This was another close one, another close one. But a lot of Triple G was just um, Canelo was outlanding Triple G a lot in the middle rounds and through the entirety of the last the closing rounds. Triple Canelo outlanded Triple G nine um eight through twelve, make that seven through twelve. Six through twelve. That's half the fight. He outlanded Triple G. Half the fight. Half the fight. And that's because Canelo's defense was just much better. His defense was much better in the second fight. Uh, Canelo went to the. Uh, they both went to the body a lot. Canelo landed two hundred two body shots out of six twenty two. Triple G landed two hundred thirty three thirty four out of eight seventy nine. Um. Power punches all to the body. Canelo landed more power punches to the body. Um, it was just, it was just a different fight. Uh, Canelo landed more power punches than Triple G, and a lot of the shots that Triple G threw didn't hurt Canelo. Uh, one, one, one uh, punch in particular, I remember Triple G. I remember his head going back. I said, oh, that's the one right there. I said, that's something. You know, every time, you know, when you hear the crowd react, I, you, my nine times out of ten, they really didn't see anything. But when they was reacting to what Canelo was throwing, a lot of that was landing and connecting. Um, that's why I really do truly believe that both fights, both both decisions were accurate. And if you feel a way, if you feel like I'm wrong, Please tell me, please feel free to send your voice message in. I would love to argue this. This is probably one of the most, my favorite topic to debate. I love boxing, and I love when people think they know more boxing than me. I guarantee you don't. And if you feel like you do, talk to me. Don't be scared. Talk to me. All right. What's next? Let's see where we at with it, man. Let's see. Let's see what we have. We three questions in? I think we only three questions in. Let's see. I got five more to go. Hold on. Bear with me. Bear with me. Let me get the docket back up. Let's see where we at with it, man. What's next for us? Um. All right. 
All right, we can do this. We can do this. Let's get into football. Let's get into football. Who's the best quarterback in the league? Y'all already know my answer. But what's yours? <laughs> what's yours? Who's the best quarterback in the league? In the NFL, who's the best quarterback in football? Two words. Aaron Rodgers. Simple as that. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all know. I'm going to talk about the baddest man on the planet. The baddest man on the planet. Oh, boy. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me get. Let me get. Let me tell y'all who he is. I don't think y'all know who he is. First of all. First of all. He's the hottest thing in Green Bay. Even when it's cold. Even when he got the long sleeve on. Even when he got the turtleneck on with the armband. And you know when it's hot, he got one armband on. And you know he throwing dimes. And you know he dancing in the pocket. And you know he throwing back shoulder face. And you know he throwing sidearm bombs. And you th- and you know he throwing no looks. And you know he's the Hail Mary King. And you know you can't touch him in the pocket. And you do know if you touch him, you'll probably still get the throw off. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Huh. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Huh. 25 touchdowns, two picks on a broken leg. Huh. Oh my gosh, I'm getting hot. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. If I was a pastor, they have they had me up there sweating. I have a towel. I'll be dabbing my forehead right now. Huh. Y'all know. Y'all know that boy Aaron Rodgers the baddest thing moving, man. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. Come on now. Come on now. Who doing it like 12, man? Who is doing it like 12? Nobody. Nobody. Ain't nobody telling that lineman to pull a different way and don't block. Ain't nobody telling that lineman to let somebody through on purpose so I can roll out to my left but throw to my right. Ain't nobody saying that. Ain't nobody purposely rolling out the pocket, letting the D collapse so I can let a Hail Mary bomb go to the end zone. Ain't nobody doing that. Your favorite quarterback ain't doing that. Let me tell y'all something. If Aaron Rodgers was blessed... With a coach with at least 65% of the brain that, and I'll, I'll say at least 45% of the brain that Bill Belichick has over his ten, the past 10 years, Aaron Rodgers would probably have five rings. reason Aaron Rodgers hasn't been to the Super Bowl since 2011 or won the Super Bowl is because injuries, not to him, and but to the team. And the defense has always been bad for Rodgers. Y'all know that, man. Y'all know that. Special teams, too. And that's that's easy right there. We can go straight to the uh, 2000, what was that, 14 or 13? 13, 14, 15, 16, 13. Was that the 13th season? It's weird when it goes to, when you know, January to New Year. But y'all know, NFC title game against uh, the Seahawks. Y'all know how that game went. Y'all know how that game went went on the fake the fake field goal. That was a touchdown. And then the onside kick that the Seahawks recovered. Super Bowl trip. That was that was a good year for the Packers too. I think they would have won it all. I don't think I th- was that the year? Yeah, that was the year that the uh the Seahawks threw it at the one. We wouldn't have did that. They had to get that to Big Lacey. They would have gave that to Big Lacey up in the middle. He would have scored. That would have been ball game. We were robbed of Rodgers versus Brady in the Super Bowl, bro. Even Rodgers versus Brady last season, the defense couldn't show up for that. We couldn't even have the gunfight that we wanted. Now it was 1-1 when it should be 2-0. I just think that 
talent wise, I don't think I've I'm okay, I'm only twenty one. I've watched a lot of football. I've seen Tom Brady, I've seen Michael Vick, I've seen Peyton Manning, I've seen um what other talent wise, man. I, I just I've seen Brett Favre. The the middle and end of Brett Favre. I've I've seen these quarterbacks come and go. I I and stay, of course. But you know, we got young guys. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is going to be in this conversation. He's already breaking into it on his own. But if we look five, ten years from now, especially if we get a ring get a ring. If we look ten years from now, I'm on ESPN talk. I will definitely be talking about Pat Mahomes still. Absolutely. Absolutely. But not yet. Not yet. You gotta prove yourself first. Completely prove yourself. MVP season? Oh, I like that. Almost almost beat Brady. I like that, but you didn't do it. You didn't finish. Not your fault though. That's D Ford's fault. But you could have did more. Hold up. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We're gonna stop doing that too. We're going to stop doing that. We go back to the AFC Championship game in 2018. Everybody talk about D4. Everybody talks about D4. Why, though? Why did it get to that point? Y'all know why it got to that point? Earlier that season, I had watched. Was it the same? It was against the Patriots. I think they were going into halftime. And I want to say. It was Kareem Hunt I want to say it was Hunt It was a wheel route Bro I, I really think this is this. It was Was it a Was it a wheel route Oh my god I think it was a wheel route Somehow It was wide open And Mahomes missed the throw Like overthrew him They did the same play In the In the championship game same play. It was wide open again. And Mahomes missed it. And they had to settle for three. That was huge, bro. I said that. I said that's the game right there. I said that's it. Whatever happened after this, if they lose, it's because of that play right there. You have to execute. <laughs> Gotta execute. And that's why I say. You know when, especially in crunch time, I haven't, I've never seen Rodgers miss a throw in clutch time that he need. Like I've never seen him. Oh, I need that back. Not in clutch time. Not in clutch time. And then it's just throws that he makes that I haven't seen another another quarterback do. Like I have, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is top five. Drew Brees has crazy numbers. Drew Brees has also been on the bad end of some defensive BS. He's also had, you know, his bad seasons overall, but he's still been great statistically. But I've also seen Drew Brees go to an overtime game in the NFC Championship and throw an interception. I have seen that. He got the ball first. I said this when it happened. Aaron Rodgers would kill would have killed to be in that position. You telling me Aaron Rodgers get the ball first in overtime? Y'all really think the Packers will lose an overtime playoff game if Rodgers ever got the ball first? 2014, Rodgers beating the Cardinals. After that Hail Mary, 
I say that I still till I go to the grave, the Packers should have went for two right there. Should have went for two. Uncle Mo was on y'all side. Momentum. Packers get the ball first in that game. They go to the title game. And after that divisional round, they go to the title game and be whoever the hell they go see. I truly believe that. I truly believe that. I just think that if I if Aaron Rodgers was ever given the opportunity, like that's like when y'all when I remember when they pulled up his overtimes, uh, his overtime uh, record. It was bad. It's bad because he never gets the ball first. Defense can never give Rodgers the ball back. He he never gets a chance to get on the field. Defense always gives up points, touchdowns on the first drive, and that's it for Rodgers. And that's it. He don't even he on the sideline pissed. Last year when they played the Rams, had the Rams on the ropes. Minute of some change left. Y'all thought y'all y'all know what I was thinking. I said, Oh, here he come. Here come the boogeyman. He coming to beat the Rams and change the whole tone of the Packers season. I said, this could be the game. This could be the season turner right here. Packers going to, you know, start their run right here in LA. But Tom Montgomery fumbled the damn return and Rodgers don't get on the field. Y'all favorite quarterbacks don't have to really suffer like that. Tom Brady don't really got to suffer like that. He don't. Tom Brady numbers? Yeah. And Rodgers numbers? Hell yeah. He hasn't thrown 100 picks yet. Hasn't thrown 100 picks yet. He's at 80. He was at 78 before the season started. He only threw two last season. When the last time your favorite quarterback threw single-digit interceptions? When the last time your quarterback, you know, I ain't gonna do that to y'all. I ain't, I ain't gonna do that to y'all. But what I'm, I will say is, from a talent standpoint, no, he doesn't have the rings, but rings is a team accomplishment. Rings are a team accomplishment. I really think that Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback in the league, and the best quarterback I've ever seen, G O A T, greatest of all time. Simple as that. Now speaking of goat, next question: Who is the greatest of all time? LeBron James, Michael Jordan, or Kobe Bryant? Yeah, I know I'm a LeBron fan, man. Y'all know I'm a, I'm a LeBron guy. He's my favorite player. But I don't think I don't think that here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Does Jordan have six rings? Yes. Is Jordan undefeated in the playoff? I mean, in the finals? Yes. Jordan has also been home, sent home in the first round. That has not happened to LeBron. Jordan, they have to play the teams that Kobe played in the finals. And he had to play the type of time. Like, it's, that's, and this is why I feel like we really. I say LeBron's the go all the time, but. Realistically, I don't think we have to say there's a greatest of all time in this sport. So my answer is, I don't know. I don't know. I really can't pick. I think era-wise, yeah. LeBron, I mean, you know, Jordan, 90s for sure. Because not 80s, not 80s. He couldn't even get out the playoffs. and He couldn't get out the first round in the 80s. Y'all not gonna talk about that But I will Couldn't get out the first round in the 80s And old heads swear Just cause you ain't see it happen Ooh No bro We we can It's easy to do your research And I don't care if I didn't see it happen 
Y'all not going to keep telling me about the bad boy P, uh, Pistons. Bro, that defense was really piss poor back then. And, yeah, I don't care, bro. Like, y'all telling me LeBron at, what, six? What is LeBron? Six, eight? 265 pounds? Y'all think LeBron coming down the pipe going to be scared of some skinny, booty short fade? Went? No. 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 Y'all think Kobe not dropping, he not going to drop 80 on on the uh the bad boy Pistons? Y'all think he ain't going to put up 65? Man, look. Jordan 90s, Kobe 2000s, LeBron 2010s, as far as his greatness goes, but LeBron, as far as his rings, you know, but LeBron has been great his whole career. LeBron took 2007 Cavs to the finals by himself. Um, Never been blessed to have, you know, the teams that Jordan had or the teams that Kobe had. So that's why I give more of my GOAT argument goes to LeBron how many straight finals? Like, come on now. Come on now. He was going to the finals every year. If LeBron goes to the finals, if LeBron wins every finals he's in, especially for those straight times, bro, he's going to, he's been to the finals, more finals than some teams, some franchises have been. If LeBron wins seven, eight straight, bro, LeBron's, there is no argument. LeBron will be the NBA logo. If LeBron wins every final he was in, he's the NBA logo. We wouldn't. It wouldn't be an argument. There would be LeBron statues outside of uh, Miami, Cleveland, he, LA, bro. There would be no argument. Everybody would have a LeBron statue just because he played, not because he was on your team, but just because he was at your arena. Everybody would have a LeBron statue. Everybody. That's why I say, if I had to pick LeBron. If matter of fact, I ain't scared. LeBron the goat. LeBron is the goat. Numbers, y'all look any any numbers y'all talking playoff numbers especially. LeBron is there. You talking uh, scoring? You talking um, any? LeBron is there, bro. Y'all gotta put some respect on LeBron name. Y'all talking about he don't got no killer instinct. LeBron got hella buzzer beaters. LeBron got the, the block. Come on, fam. Brown's a freak, bro. A freak. Stop it. Please stop it. Just stop it, man. Please. Um what else I got? What else I got? Let me see. What's the next question? Alright, so I got what? Two more questions? Two more and we're gonna wrap this thing on up, man. We're gonna wrap this thing on up. We're having a good time though. I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying this. Alright. These this next one. Especially now, you know, everything is around. It starts at the same time. NBA or NFL? Like, what? I'm not going to say what do you prefer. I'm just, oh, what, well, what's better? I don't know. Like, what? Like, NBA or NFL? Like, you got to pick one, man. Not pick one, but, like, what do y'all like more? Or, or what do you think is better? Because me, personally, I'm a football guy. I'm always picking NFL. I don't care. If if you know who who the GMs are, I don't care who who's uh who was the commissioner, I don't care about the rules, bro. It will always be football over basketball. Now I will say NBA is a bit more fun than NFL. I think NBA's free agency is better. I think NBA's trade deadline is more entertaining. But the game, the season, no, no way. One. 82 games is a long season. 
Two, basketball for me doesn't start till Christmas Day. Three, nobody's playing hard 82 games a year except for Russell Westbrook. Four, the games, I mean, okay, primetime game's cool. I watch a primetime game here and there. Watch LeBron, watch the Heat. But I'm not watching all the basketball games. Um, If the game's close, I'll tune in. But if it's not playoffs, I'm really not trying to hear no NBA talk. Uh, until after February The first Sunday in February That's about it Until football season is over I could care less about the NBA Unless I'm talking about it on here Like I really don't care bro It's football over everything bro I'm sorry I'm sorry It's just how I feel It's the truth It's the truth Like Listen A Monday night A Thursday night A Sunday night Don't matter what day it is A Sunday night in October is much more entertaining than a Sunday night in October in the NBA. Like a Sunday night in the NFL is much more entertaining than a Sunday night. I don't care who is playing. Like the last couple of weeks of the NFL, teams are trying to get in the playoffs. Ain't nobody tanking. Ain't nobody tanking. If you in it, if you are in play, but even still, the Jets and the Packers were out of the playoffs week 15 or 16 last year, and they were playing like it was a damn Super Bowl. They went to overtime and everything. Somebody got ejected. There was a fight. Like, what? And that's not happening in the, in the NBA. By, by the time, by, um, by uh, what the, March, April, if, if you are not in the top eight or if you're not top ten, Y'all probably didn't mentally checked out for the season. Y'all ready for the draft. Ain't nobody trying to see that. Ain't nobody trying to watch the Suns. Ain't nobody trying to watch the damn Hornets. Ain't nobody trying to watch um who else is trash? Listen, man. Being trash in the NFL, it's alright, cause you can spoil somebody's playoff chances. You can you can do it's a lot of things. Like I would I would I would definitely watch a Lions and Vikings game if the Lions are um if the if the Vikings have a potential to go to the playoffs if they lose I mean if they beat the Lions. Like you know what I mean? NFL is just very, very entertaining. Like I'm I'm definitely tuning in to the last two minutes of a December football game because it means more than a December basketball game. Now, our, I've I've been excited about a lot of buzzer beaters and, you know, the playoffs and the end of the season, you know, watching the Heat was entertaining for me. I'm a Heat fan, so, yeah. But he wasn't doing nothing. They weren't really going to the playoffs. I'm just supporting Wade and my boys. But overall, if we're talking overall play, overall everything, as the league, the NBA is better. I will say that. I think as an organization, the NBA is better. I think they get a lot more done, and they're more proactive for the players and for life. But games, the season, football is better than basketball. And this one I know is going to get a lot of responses. And that's good. That's what I'm here for, baby. That's what I'm here for. Um, my last question, I think, and then we're going to get out of here. Let's see. If you oh hold on yeah if you could change one sports moment in your favorite team's history what would it be? That's easy for me. I think <sighs> I think I would go back to 2013. I wish the Packers would have beat the Seahawks. 
One, I think that was the Packers' best team since 2011. I think that team was great on, you know, they were good enough on defense. And Rodgers was at the top of his game. And, you know, Devontae Adams was a rookie that year. And he was, you know, he was just getting his footing. I think that, you know, the Packers, that was their year. I think 2013, 2014, that was their year. And I think that we would have gotten, you know, Brady versus Rodgers in the Super Bowl. That would have been the first time for that. And I think Rodgers would have won that. And that would have been his second ring in three years. That would have been great for the brand, bro. I, that would be so great. But that's that's probably what I would I would definitely change. But there's a lot of moments I wish I could change. Um, damn, I said pick one. I'm going to pick a couple. Um, I wish LeBron never left Miami. I, I do wish that. Um, what else? Um, I wish I wish that Rodgers never got hurt in 2017. I think the Packers could have had a good year. Um, I would. <laughs> I wish the Packers would have went for two after the hell Mary in Arizona. Yeah, it's a lot, man. I've I've been through a lot of trauma as a Packers fan these past five, six years, but it's okay because we're going to the Super Bowl this year. I don't care. Um, yeah, man. Let me know. Let me know what y'all would change, man. But I think that's all I got. I wasn't shooting for an hour this episode, by the way. It just happened to be this long. Um, so don't think I'm trying to kill, run up the clock on y'all, man. No, we if we don't make it to an hour, I don't care. That's not what I'm here. Damn, it'd be nice to get fifty exact minutes, but I'm almost at you know I'm we almost we didn't pass fifty already, but that's cool. Um, that's it, man. That's it. I told you guys episode fifty what it was gonna be. Um, so make sure you guys tune in Friday and make sure you send your questions in, send your responses in this week. I'll make sure you guys are up to date on that. But um, man, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really love doing this, and I'm so appreciative, man. I'm so glad that I have the ability to do this. Thank God for the ability to do this, man. Thank the thank my family, friends, supporters. I, I'm just very humbled to be here. I'm so excited to do this 50 times, man. It's it's hard. I'd say this. It is harder. It is kind of hard. Um, trying to outdo myself and and, and stay up with the stats and and and, and to keep up. To where I feel like my show should be um, I promise I'm going to just keep getting better and better And and providing much, much better content for you guys man. That's, that's all I do That's all I'm trying to do, man is, is I'll do myself and, and provide the best show for you guys um, I really do appreciate the support I hope you guys enjoy this episode This episode is for you And I really hope you guys enjoy Friday Because I promise, man, it's going to be great much better than my first YouTube run. I promise that um, Electrified Vision is going to change the game, man. It's going to change the game. I guarantee this is going to be the thing that pops. I think this will be the thing that makes my show pop, man. I promise. Uh, make sure you follow the Twitter page at Electrified Pod. Same for the IG. Um, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. And for the 50th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been. Electrified. <laughs>